Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. This week, we are continuing our adventure with the Good Society and more Austin-inspired romance. I want to remind everyone that we've started Season 2 of A Woman with Hollow Eyes. You can check out the archive of episodes we've already aired over on our YouTube page. And you can catch the new episode this week on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Time over at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg. I'm also happy to announce that the podcast version of A Woman with Hollow Eyes is going back into production and will start airing again this Thursday. With all that out of the way, I'll see you in the mid-roll, heroes. We are going to move forward into the reputation phase. That's because in that scene that we just did, everybody did things that may have been good for their reputation or bad for their reputation. And you have requirements on what your behavior is supposed to be uh, based on your family. Those are going to be your reputation criteria. So we're going to review the behavior that that you just had in that last scene. And we're going to see if you get a positive reputation out of that or a negative reputation out of that. Let's start with Rex, everybody's favorite. Yes. Rex, what is your reputation? criteria so i gain positive reputation if i acted in the service of duty or morality in a way that compromised my desires acted in obedience to society's convention despite considerable hardships in doing so (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) made a sacrifice or denied your own desires to show that you're not like the rest of your family I said to one I said one person make sure that it seems like that. (laughs) Which Go ahead lie. For me, please. So I'm gonna go ahead and say I don't think you got any positive reputation out of this. Do you have any uh, criteria surrounding negative reputation though? Acted in contravention of society's conventions. Well, you uh, have a woman of noble birth who is in love with you and you are trying to get her to propose to you well yeah so i'm gonna gonna put uh strings people along here as a negative (laughs) reputation damn it uh what what else acted on desire in a way that compromised your duty or morality do we think that happened i don't think so yeah rex didn't like make a real move Mm -hmm. yeah yeah was playing it coy (laughs) um any and is there a third yeah publicly defended any member of my family did you publicly defend any member of your family public- i was talking to margaret I, about I it i did mm, well you, wait you a talked minute. about society yeah you did talk about okay, society wait. and how you're nude streaking so like <laughs> you defended yourself and i know i know that i brought up like it's uh, yeah the drunken like church going incident mm-hmm. uh so you you did kind of push back on that but publicly this is just words between old friends yeah <laughs> anything that happens at a public event oh, like Jesus. a funeral Secondly like public, gossip yeah. gossip is gonna move around Dang. so I'm, I'm i should have read these <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad that we're finding these out by surprise yeah it's, it's yeah, definitely sure. gonna lead you to some uh, so i'm gonna put blames society <laughs> yeah so what these are going to become during the game when you are like trying to uh battle rex or you know marriageable partners and whatnot you're going to be able to invoke these as like things that create problems uh for for rex later on down the road so after i write this sheet out i'm going to put it in the middle of the table so when you need to use something positive for yourself or negative against somebody else you'll just be able to reference it really quickly okay uh let's move on to nadine nadine what's your relationship criteria gain a positive tag if you acted in service of the duty or morality in a way that compromised your desires i don't think so i don't think you did help someone spike some punch Mm -hmm. huh yeah. At a funeral. <laughs> Acted in obedience to society's conventions despite considerable hardship in doing so and no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Made a sacrifice or denied your desires to uphold the superiority of your rank. No, I'm well, willing to give She it up did again. get punched for a man. Is that a service? Re- yeah. <laughs> of someone of a higher rank than you? I don't think oh. Jasper is a higher rank. 
Oh, yeah. was that someone of a higher rank serving someone of a lower rank? Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. You know what? I think we can give it to her for that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, what what do we want to call that? Um, like giving or mm-hmm. something charitable. Maybe? Charitable. Yeah, charitable. I think charitable. To be fair, his hands didn't work. <laughs> his hands did not work. Even yeah. More, even more pitiful. Yeah. <laughs> Helping those in need. Yes. <laughs> what about your negative tags? Okay. What? Acted in contravention of um, society's conventions. Yes. A woman talking very directly about sex. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, to touch. So Wanted I'm going to I'm gonna put uh, thirsty down. Here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. what you were wearing was kind of... Uh... <laughs> They, the, the lace underneath. Know. This is a very weird version. That might be okay. We can decide now okay. if that is not the okay. The clothing is not okay. Yeah. If 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 you want that, I can put it down. Mm. But or or it was a la- a large lace black cape mm. over a red dress. At a that's funeral. Pretty bold at a funeral. For, that's, yeah. that's bold. That's bold. What is this? The sixth sense? Or <laughs> <laughs> that stepmother does it? Maybe seeking. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm. Attention mm-hmm. seeking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Any other negative things? Allowed others of lesser rank to talk down to you or treat you as in as an inferior one hundred percent. I mean, is Rex? Did Rex, did he talk down? No, though? it was kind of flirty, but it wasn't like yeah. he was talking down. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that just has you at that the two negative tags: thirsty and attention seeking. <laughs> Yeah. But you also were charitable, so Ooh. that's that's good. Um, let's 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 talk about Alistair Reese. Okay, um, uh, gain a positive if you acted in service or of uh, in service of duty or morality in a way that compromised your desires, like everyone else. I don't think so. Yeah, um, acted in obedience to society's conventions despite considerable hardship in doing so. I don't think, don't think that so. happened no, either. Not yeah, no one's done anything good for anybody else so far. <laughs> uh, denied your desires or made a sacrifice to uphold the family name. No, I don't think that happened mm, either. Yet, no. No, not yet. What about negatives? Acted in contravention of society's conventions. I don't know that I see that on you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I really did anything. No. Acted on desire in a way that compromised your duty or morality. So this is interesting because <clears throat> we know that you hate Edward. Mm. And I imagine the the thing that plays into that hate is is the fact that you believe Edward should be poor. Mm. Um, <laughs> but yet you still went to Edward for advice. Um so mm-hmm. I think wow. you might have put your desire ahead of like your your kind of moral compass there. Sure. Um, so I'm going to put down desperate. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a really beautiful sentence. And how can we make it sad? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anything else? Uh, shamed or embarrassed the family name. No, nah, he just was like a little thirsty. Yeah. yeah. A I don't think... I don't think it was I'm a parched. big. Mm. <laughs> parched. Get me oh, that nice punch. tall glass of Nadine over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're still tall, tall in this. Very tall. tall. Very tall. You're just a super tall witch still, actually. <laughs> we haven't really got to that part, but My she a gosh, witch. She's a witch. <laughs> Edward. All right, let's see look, these um, positive ones. Acted in the service of duty or morality in a way that compromised your desires. I don't know. No. No, like, nothing there. Uh, Acted in obedience to society's conventions despite considerable hardships in doing so. What? No. No. We're going to the negatives next. (laughs) Uh, Secured a personal invitation from someone of higher social status than yourself. Mm. Oh, you tried. Yeah, you tried. tried. Did he get it? Uh, So, she also isn't a higher station. Okay. Yeah, she's also new money. So, it didn't quite work out for you. Here's the fun part. Uh, the negatives acted in contraventions of society's conventions. Mm. Mm-hmm. You did get sort of openly drunk. I yeah. did. The <laughs> most drunk. visibly drunk. Very of drunk. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put. Uh, you just put drunk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> drunk. Drunkard. A lush. Yeah. I was gonna say a lush is a lush. good. Does, does that count if he like accidentally did it? 
but nobody right. else knows that it was accidentally. Yeah. Like the only people who know <laughs> no, about no. the and punch spiking. The oh, class. I see. Yeah. yeah, away from you. Yes, because I don't want you to have any. And as you try to destroy his reputation moving forward. That is definitely ammunition that you've sure, got to sure. use against him. Uh, acting on desires in a way that compromise your duty or morality. I don't know that we actually hit think that. So. Yeah. Well, here, here's a here's the kicker: acting in an uncouth, low class, or vulgar manner. Oh, yep, you yep, were yep. Every day. You were uncouth AF. I'm gonna put yeah. smells like poor. <laughs> they can just smell the poor on you. Smell the poor. I may have money, but they don't want that money. No. Alright, so now we come to a phase that I think everybody here is really, really gonna like, and that is rumor and scandal. <laughs> yes. So we're going to go around the table and everybody is going to choose to create or spread one rumor. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got no rumors on. So the first person I go to is going to be creating a rumor. Uh, when it comes to your turn, uh, we'll move one direction and then the other uh, where you'll have an opportunity to create and spread. When you create a rumor, that is like somebody. It does not have to be your character or related to your side character or anything. Somebody has said something kind of based on the events that we went through, or it could be totally out of thin air uh, of what we've gone through that, you know, they could be like, Alistair is a fucking vampire. That's a vampire name. They're a vampire. <laughs> um, that once that rumor has been created, it's on the table. If it spreads, it's either true or treated generally by society as though it's true. If it doesn't spread um, and doesn't really like pick up steam by the next scene, it just sort of fades away. So I think we're going to start over with Matt. Matt, uh, what is a rumor that you would like to introduce? I heard through the grapevine that uh, Alistair has a shrine to someone in his house. <laughs> Alistair has a pagan shrine. Mm -hmm. Going against the, the queen's religion. <laughs> okay. Um, now we're going to come to Travis. Travis, do you want to spread the rumor of Alistair's shrine or introduce a new rumor of your own? I'd like to introduce a new rumor. Ooh. And I'm going to do that right now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that uh, Edward's shoes are composed of spare change that he found around the city. How no. dare you, sir? <laughs> okay, Edward has spare change shoes. We're over at Kennedy. Kennedy, uh, do you want to spread either Alistair has a shrine or Edward has spare change shoes or introduce a rumor of your own? I want to spread the shrine. Okay. <laughs> now, if we're spreading uh -oh. the shrine rumor, uh, that will take an influence token from oh, you. So huge. you will spend that influence token, but it is either going to make that fact true or make it uh, make people treat it as though it is definitely true, even if it is false. All right, let's spend it. Yeah. Ooh. I don't care. Let's go. He's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Gonna have to watch the throne. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, Phoebe, would you like to create or spread a rumor? I would like to uh, create a rumor. Uh, I would like to create a rumor that um, Edward Leopold um, has nine children in Belgium. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's really good. Ooh, that's a good rumor. <laughs> Those Dutch, like, oh, you know, Dutch women, man. Like, come on. I'm looking Go for ahead. that Stroop waffle. Waffles, bitch. I'll be a tongue beast. <laughs> wow. Stroopwafels are good. This game's yeah. heating up. <laughs> wow, yikes. Yeah. My goggle. Things are blowing up. Okay. Um, and uh, since we're going to be going back around anyway, let, let, let's start over here again. Would you like to create another rumor or spread a rumor? I'd like to create a rumor, or I, yeah, I'd like to create a rumor. Yeah. I, I'd like to create a rumor that um, Rex um, wears uh, um, women's undergarments. Wow, huge. Ooh, ooh saucy. <laughs> yeah, that's communicated for that. <laughs> Rad. Okay, so uh, the non-spread rumors that we have so far are Edward has spare change for shoes. Edward has nine <laughs> Belgian children. <laughs> Rex wears women's underthings. Mm -hmm. Would you like to spread or create a rumor? I don't have any more influence tokens, so... <laughs> mm. 
uh, and you know, I'm I, I feel good with my decisions. Um, I th- so I'll make a new rumor. Um, <laughs> that um, Alistair is somewhat of a vigilante in the nighttime. <laughs> I'm so torn now. <laughs> I'm going to spread my own rumors. <laughs> Great. We're coming back your way, Travis. Uh, what rumors would you like to create or spread? I'm really tempted to spread a rumor about myself, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, you can. You absolutely can. I have a feeling that that was the case, but I think I want to start another one. All right. I heard that Nadine... Was a witch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's just something I heard, though. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> I heard a lot of people talking about it. They were around a cauldron at the time. It was super weird. Mm-hmm. They were talking an iambic pentameter, actually. That's right. There were three of them, <laughs> and they were weird. And sisters. <laughs> hey, what's up? This episode has been sponsored by Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> the Scottish play. <laughs> Uh, okay, cool. Um, so we got a lot of rumors on the table just to refresh your memory, Matt, uh, before you decide to create or spread. We've got Edward has spare change for shoes. Edward has nine Belgian children. Rex wears women's <laughs> underthings. Alistair is a nighttime vigilante. <laughs> and Nadine was a witch. <laughs> How many more rounds of this do you get? This is, this is the last one, so. Oh, no. Now, these will come back, uh, but if these rumors don't get spread by the next rumors round that we do, uh, they will disappear. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to spread a rumor. Yeah, let's do it. Let's spend a a token. Mm -hmm. Which rumor would you like to spread? Uh, You know what? We're going to have some fun here, guys. Uh, Edward has nine Belgian children. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, really shit. Fun. Spread that. He's spreading really the rumor against himself. And we're going to see where this takes us. Whew. <laughs> 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 boy. Okay. So that's rumors and scandal. So now that those things are on the table, uh, the other rumors that exist, like, are rumors that are in the world, but nobody takes seriously. The ones that we've spread, Alistair, uh, has a shrine and uh edward has nine belgian children those are rocking the world of high society right now (laughs) um people believe them and are talking about them and we get to what i think is one of the coolest phases of this game uh as somebody who is into jane austen stuff and that is the epistolary phase where people write letters (laughs) um so you can either write a i mean since all of our uh, players are just playing their character and they're not playing any side characters. Uh, you will be writing ca- letters as your character. Now, you can also decide uh, if you don't feel like you want to write a letter, you can spend an influence token to have another character write a letter to you. Um, if you, it's that person is a main character, you will spend it to that main character being like, I would like Edward to write Alistair a letter, please, and spend a token on that. Or you could spend it uh, just generally and either Allie or I will jump in with one of the minor characters that we are. Um, but yeah, y'all, y'all live uh, in fabulous mansions or, or you know, less fabulous mansions that are kind of just be- barely holding on uh, and live very far away from each other. And you really don't see each other day to day unless somebody is visiting you or there is a big social event happening. So this is how we sort of continue on our conversations. Uh, so I think I'm going to start over with Phoebe. Phoebe, um, who is Nadine going to be writing, or would you like Nadine to have a letter written to her? I would like... Can I choose a minor character to to write a letter to me? Absolutely, yes. Um, Allie, I would like mm-hmm. Marion to write a letter to me, please. Ooh, okay. Um, is there... Is it like I'm deciding yeah. what to, to yes, write? Okay. Yes, yes. Dear Nadine! <laughs> <laughs> Not what I pictured. (laughs) By now, my fair friend knows my hand. And you can tell it's me, your faithful friend and servant in love, Marion. I've been going around to houses in the area. (laughs) 
<laughs> Listening for bits of gossip and... <laughs> Nadine had yeah, one no. parent from South Africa <laughs> yeah. and one parent from a cartoon. I must tell you the gatherings of my travels. Alistair has been secretly pining away for some woman at your house. And I think my dear friend is you. But I must tell you the man that would ruin your reputation if you married him is Rex. And I know your art is conflicted. And I know that your body is lustful. <laughs> but I have to recommend a marriage with Alistair would secure your family's reputation and restore your house to a high status. Love, Marion. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, and so now that minor character has that influence token. Ooh. Allie, if you want at some point for that character to know a secret or, or, or do something wild, you can spend that to Got make it. that happen. Um, we're going to move on to Kennedy. Kennedy, you have no influence tokens to spend uh -huh. at this point. <laughs> I famously um, spent both of them. You famously <laughs> spent both of them. Wildly spent all, okay. all well, of the to gossip around town is about this shrine that Alistair has and the influence tokens that you spent. Um, <laughs> so who is your character going to be writing? Um, I think I'm going to write to Edward. Ooh, Okay. Edward, my dear cousin, I hope this letter finds you well. I'm writing because I feel that uh, we, we've sort of uh, lost our familial bond over recent days, and I, I would so hope that uh, soon we could get together and, um, you know, uh, blood runs thicker than it. There's a phrase about <laughs> blood uh, and the point is and the point is that I, I love you my dear cousin I, and I think that we could maybe walk about town together perhaps maybe make sure that a certain family sees us together I don't know <laughs> I'm so silly sometimes my dear cousin uh, please uh, write back at, at your earliest convenience um, uh, all my love and blood Rex. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I, and and who knows what, what family they were hinting at. It could be the family that everybody knows you have or the nine Belgian children. <laughs> Maybe they want that. Uh, we're going to move over to Travis. Travis, would you like a letter written to you or would you like to write a letter of your own to someone else? I would like to write a letter. <laughs> To Nadine. Ooh, oh yes. Here he goes. Here for it. <laughs> July 22nd. Year of our Lord, 18. <laughs> Hello, dearest Nadine. Uh, what, what it, what up? What it do? What's up with you? That's a poem I just created here for you. Um, there's been some unsavory rumors roaming the streets like rabid wild dogs. Uh, just wanted to write you and say that's cuckoo. Um, <laughs> uh, Krispies. It's, it's not true. <laughs> I would never. I, I've just been so busy. Sometimes all day I just, I, I bounce a, a ball uh, and I just walk the halls and I... I've just been so busy lately. There's too much on my plate to what? I can't even spell alter. <laughs> I can't. I can't spell most things, but I can spell uh, sincerity if it's spelled incorrectly. <laughs> you can spell anything if you spell it wrong. Who's to say words were created from nothing? Uh, <laughs> unlike, unlike my motivation for writing you. So I guess I would say when you look at rumors, when you hear them, consider that they came out of thin air and perhaps truly they mean nothing like some words. XOXO, Alistair. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> um, Matt, would you like to write a letter or would you like a letter written to you? 
I think I'm going to write a letter. Okay. I'm going to reply to Rex. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Dearest Rex, I haven't even been to Belgium. I don't know where people are saying this. <laughs> like, I work all around the world. German, East Africa, the Orient, even back in the States, you know. How could I have nine children? I'm 23, damn it. But I digress. I think what you're saying is, Blood is thicker than molasses. I think that's <laughs> I think that's the phrase that people have spoken about. Ah, Rex, why can't things be like they were in back then when we were younger, playing around in the fields, having fun together? But now you getting involved with Nadine and this stupid, stupid Alistair. <laughs> I just hate him. I just hate Alistair. But I love Nadine, and I love you, and I think that you two should be together. I've heard, I heard that you would want her to propose to you. I don't know how that works. She can't ask you for permission to marry herself or something. <laughs> I don't know. This is all so new to me. But Rex, I think we need to speak together at the ball in the next month. I hope to see you there. heroes and welcome to the mid-roll we've got a new radvertisement for you this week first up we have a professional radvertisement coming to us from epistolary richard for the playmaker zine quest kickstarter if you're even a little bit curious as to who some of the key organizers in the hobby are what they do and what their stories are then check out the playmaker zine quest on kickstarter and support it if you can this zine is a unique look at what some of the key people who helped shape the public play of role-playing games across the world. The Playmakers were not awards for the great designers or game runners, but for those who worked to create space for others to play. Some organize multiple conventions, others help with a single event. And Richard is going to be interviewing many of these people for this zine. Folks, sometimes the role-playing hobby sticks together with duct tape and dreams. We're here right now because of so many wonderful people who went out of their way to create space for people to play games. And while some people enjoy great recognition for their work, others are working in the background. And the Playmaker zine sounds like a great way to learn about those folks. So a huge thanks to Richard and the Playmaker Zine Quest Kickstarter for supporting OneShot this week. Our next advertisement comes to us from Tracy Barnett, who won our OneShot Hearts Drawing for this week. Ragnarok came, but not the way we expected. Massive dwarven destroyers rose out of the ground, leveling holdfasts across Midgard. We cried out to the gods, and one was answered in a twisted fashion. By means dark and dire, our bravest warriors bound their spirits to the bones of dead giants. Alongside these bone-bonded we fight, rune-scribed, seer, jarl, and farmer, all battle to protect our homes and those we love. Iron Edda Accelerated is a game powered by Fate Accelerated and written by Tracy Barnett, published by Encoded Designs. It features personal stories told on an epic Norse backdrop. Look for it in print and PDF on March 5th, 2019 from Drive-Thru RPG. Choose your fate and tell your story. A huge thanks to Tracy for tweeting such nice things about OneShot, and we here at the network hope everyone can enjoy Iron Edda Accelerated when it comes out in March. Speaking of stuff happening in March, I want to remind everyone that I will be a guest at BreakoutCon this year in Toronto. Breakout runs March 15th through March 17th. I might be running a few games there, though I submitted them very late, but I will definitely be around, and if you'd like to play with me or just say hi, let me know. Also, I'm not the only one-shot personality who's going to be at Breakout. The Broadswords will be there, along with Agatha C. and Daniel Kwan. We're looking forward to seeing you all March 15th through 17th. Before we get back to the show, we've got the return of our listener thank yous. I want to give a quick shout out to my wife, Mel D'Amato, for helping me organize this list of in a chronological order. Hopefully that means we're not going to get any more repeats and that everyone who backed will be thanked. First up, we'll be thanking some people I think there might be a chance that we missed earlier when we did our thank yous. Matthew Schultz, thank you so much. Lucas McNamara, thank you very much. Adam Tolson, thank you. Robin Gonzalez, thank you so much. Stephen Kelly, thank you. Kevin M. Gallagher Jr., thank you. Alyssa Hosian, 
Thank you very much. Corey Enright. Thank you so much, Corey. Leo Hartman. Thank you. Colleen McGuire. Thank you very much. And with that, we're on to the new names. Cody Christensen. Thank you so much. Kyle Karpowitz. Thank you. Blake Peterson. Thank you very much. Aaron Christensen. Thank you. Eldar. Thank you very much. And Jordan Carter. Thank you so much. Thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon. I'm looking forward to reading all of the new names that we have throughout the year. And with all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. All right. So we have finished our epistolary phase. The letters have been written. We have the public information sheet here with uh, current rumors that are spread and treated as though they are true. They may even be true. And also everybody's positive and negative influence markers. Now, because a lot of people have spent their influence tokens already, it, it like <laughs> you, you may in this new novel scene uh, find yourself in a situation where you don't have access to influence tokens but do want to influence the story. You can always influence the story through other people's negative qualities. Mm-hmm. If you happen to have positive qualities, and I feel like one of you does, um, <laughs> you can use that uh, to create influence for yourself, a good thing for yourself. So with that, I believe our next thing is is going to be a uh, I can either save the ball to be like a big scene that we're leading up to um, you know let's do that I think the next scene is going to be a visitation scene and that means uh, people are going to be visiting other people at their cottages so these are more one-on-one private circumstances um, and especially if you got a romance brewing it, it's a great thing uh, I will point out that because you're all playing young characters of marriageable age and you are not married yet, you don't really get to decide where you go or who goes where. Uh, so they're like, if your parents have decided to visit somebody else's place, they have brought you along. Uh, and even if it's somebody that you're not interested in, you're kind of there. So let's start with Edward. Edward, whom are you going to be visiting? I want to go visit my old friend, Nadine. Mm. <laughs> what activity do you think y'all are doing together right now? Hmm, that's... What old-timey hobby? What old-timey hobby <laughs> do rich, rich people do back in the 18s? And stuff? Well, I mean, here's the I'm thing. You're into sport. some real old-fashioned yeah. stuff. <laughs> you like cave paintings. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of like that. We're going to be finger painting. That's what... <laughs> Painting without instruments using the tools in our hands. Mm-hmm. Are you on canvases or is this on cave walls? I, you know what? It's, I'm going to have to ask if it's going to be at Nadine's cottage, mm. if we could paint on her walls because I don't think they would use canvas back then. And a cave wall is like the wall of a home. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Mm. I'm not going to. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Y'all are finger painting on Nadine's wall can't wait to see this one <laughs> mm, a tulip or a jack-o'-lantern hmm. i love the look of a jack-o'-lantern the curves of it the <laughs> triangles of the eyes and the mouth perfect edward such poetry from a man who's not even in love he says <laughs> i told you i haven't even been to belgium before <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hush, hush. I know that you're not a father. Well, I don't know exactly because I don't know where you were between December and February. (laughs) Oh, Nadine. (laughs) It's just tearing me apart, you know. What? All these rumors about me. I've been been drinking some of our own wares and I can't keep on doing that. Oh, but isn't it fun? I mean, Edward, I've never seen you so joyous. I mean, ever since the funeral. Oh, may the Fitzwilliams rest in money heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Ever since the funeral, you've been drinking and and writing. I've I've never seen you produce so much poetry. I mean, honestly, the quarterly is is out of this world. I just write what comes to me, and sad to say, the death of Alistair is what brings me joy. (laughs) 
Yes, the death of Alistair. Yes, yes. You have a quarry, but the thing that I'm most interested in it is uh, the poem about the rose. A rose that's so fragile and new. Ah, uh, mm. yes, so fragile and new. The morning dew makes it wilt. Who but... are you having sexual intercourse with? <laughs> Whoa, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, come Nadine. On. Our fingers are wet with paint. <laughs> and we are but platonic playmates. Please tell me. We're, our love is far from, it's far, far away. You can tell me, you can, who is this rose? Not so much one, but, <laughs> you know, my good friend Edwin, and he's talked to me about spending time with his soldiers when he was kind of younger, and... I knew I've, this day would come. Men and boys! <laughs> I, I, you know, I've sought some, you know, warmth and comfort along kind of some soldier boys. Because, <laughs> you know, they, they've spent so much time together, they know so much about each other, and... That's what I need. I need this, Nadine. <laughs> Tell him. Oh my god. <laughs> you need these soldier boys. Oh, oh, you can cry on these walls. They've seen plenty of tears. Oh, Edward. You know, the touch of a man is is quite comforting and and I do understand that, but it's it's you must not tell anyone. I dare not. That's I, I can only really trust you with this information. You know? it, I, I hold your our friendship is so solid in my heart, and I and I want the same for you to find someone who will love you and care for you as much as these little soldier boys. <laughs> so I don't so, mean to laugh, Edward. I'm just so giddy at the thought of. I'm you so happy love? that you accept that I love these soldier boys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, and, and you know, I, I always thought, you know, when we did court one another, our fingernails in between each other's fingernails when we were button, <laughs> yay high. Uh, the love was children, so innocent, so beautiful. So false. You know, Edward, I, I have to say, or false, oh, at any rate, I do hope I find someone, and, and I think I have my eye on one and the other, and oh, my head's in a tizzy. I have the perfect idea for that, actually. Okay, paint it. <laughs> uh, so, painting on the wall, I show two people facing each other. See, Nadine, you, you, you love these two people, but you don't know what they would do for you. What oh. they would sacrifice or give up. You oh. have to put that out there let them know that if they truly love you they need to do something that would be profound or mm. something that would take your heart and just hold on to it like when you ditched the civilian life and became a large soldier boy <laughs> <sighs> i spent so much time with edwin and he just spoke so much about it and i just feel like that's where my heart is right now well then i must go and mother and father will be leaving soon edward i i, I hope that you trust me with your deepest secret, and is it secret, or would you like it to be spread? Uh, let's keep it secret if we could. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep my fingers clean and my mind cleaner. Thank you, Nadine. Thank you. Uh, Travis, where do we think <laughs> Alistair is? <laughs> I think he's in his garden. Hmm. And whom will he be with? Now, he, it can be a major character. can also be a minor character, if you like. I think we need to try and get some wheels turning. Mm. I think, uh, uh, don't be quiet on a podcast. Make noise while you think. Um, <laughs> la, 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 la. I can also cut things. That, <laughs> leave it. Leave it all. <laughs> um, I think he will be speaking with Jasper. Oh. Mm. These are called weeds. How fine. And this is where I keep my poison ivy. How itchy. And this is some dirt I found. How fine. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair, <laughs> what's wrong, my dear friend? There are these horrible rumors being spread around town that I have a shrine dedicated to Nadine. But 
But Alistair, do you not have her picture near your bedside? Yes, but I think it's a bit grandiose to say it's a shrine. Do you not surround it with fresh-cut roses, Airmorn? I do. Fresh from my garden. And do you not sit upon it with one lit candle and a citrine crystal staring at the, bl- <laughs> staring at the flame? That is flat-out false. I have two candles. Mm-hmm. Alistair. And one, yes, one citrine crystal. Alistair, everyone knows that rose quartz is the crystal for love. I suppose you're right. My love is no secret. Simply my shrine, I suppose. And what, what shame must shrine... What shame what, a shrine. What shame a shrine. <laughs> I suppose none. I suppose no shame in a shrine. No shame. I'm sure. No shame in a shrine or secret or shame itself. Perhaps so. But I worry. I don't have her. I know that she loves another, but I don't know what to do. Well. And I keep talking to people about what to do, and I don't get any real direction on what I should be <laughs> okay, doing. Okay, fine. Someone just tell me what to do, and Listen. I'll do it. You know that my family have come from a long line of vigilantes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. If we stalk the night, <laughs> mm-hmm. solving and uh, crimes and apprehending criminals. <laughs> that when my family died, it was not a boot fire. It was a shootout. In a boot factory. (laughs) And I could pass the mantle on to you. Wait. Yes. The boot factory. Yes. Vigilante intervention? Yes. I have heard tell of it on the street. Are you... Are you and your family the elusive boot man? We're the boot men. The boot men? (laughs) The boot men. I'm combat. (laughs) My sister Aquarius. Equestrian. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my mother Rain <laughs> and my father Chelsea Boot. <laughs> so you're saying I should take up the mantle? Take up if you want her, go to her. Find a way to be close to her. Do not be bound by our our laws and conventions. Please, please. If you must, you could lightly kidnap her. <laughs> <laughs> Just a light kidnapping. Since this is a new idea, I'm going to play it small and safe in the beginning. But need I? I but what's good is safety. What good is moderation in matters of love? You're right. Yes. But I dare not do anything against her will. Eh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> The world may change over time, but yes. you're right. Right now, right you can now, pretty much do anything right you want. Now, we are men in British society in 18-whatever. <laughs> Who is to stop us? Who is to come and be, be in our way? And listen, I am going to reflect on these thoughts and these opinions. <laughs> I might arrive at a more nuanced view of relationships and, and gender relations. But for right now, in the matters of the heart... You must commit some light kidnapping. (laughs) So be it, dear friend. Dear, dear friend. All right. That's great. Uh, Kennedy, let's see what Rex is up to. Who's Rex going to be visiting or Um, have visit them? uh, I also want to visit Alistair. Ooh, yes. (laughs) Oh, Oh boy. Mm -hmm. Where, Where are these two? In the library. Hmm. <laughs> Alistair, I've I've come to uh, give you some advice. I hope you don't think that's too forward of me. No, I wouldn't presuppose that at all. Well, I hear tell that you have an eye for a certain someone about town. I don't have a shrine! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> that aside... <laughs> Apologies, what were you saying? (laughs) (laughs) That aside, uh, be there a shrine or not, do you not have feelings for Nadine? Oh. (laughs) Everyone has feelings of some kind. Why why does it matter? Well, Alistair, you know that I have a certain way with the women. Hmm. 
I too have seen your abdominal muscles. <laughs> yes, yes. How they are rippled and far from chaste. Yes. <laughs> Do you know that actually the best the best undergarment for rippled abs is more in the feminine area than you'd think. Excuse me? That's neither here nor there as well. <laughs> really, I've come to tell you that Nadine loves a chase. If that's something you can give her, she may fall for you. But really, you have to make her jealous. Jealous? Jealous. How so? You have to propose to someone else. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> what happens if they say yes? Then I'm just engaged to somebody else. <laughs> I won't, I won't. Propose to me, Alistair. You want me to propose to you? Yes. Yes, publicly, please. I appreciate your advances. But I'm good, thanks. Oh, are you? You've seen how Nadine looks at me. I know you have. Maybe I have, maybe I haven't. She looks that way at a lot of people. No. Uh. No, she doesn't, Alistair. I know how her mind and heart works. And I'm telling you that if, if you even give her the slightest inclination that you're not interested, she will want you immediately. Ask me to marry you. <laughs> <laughs> Surely... Surely this advice is horrible. Can I spend the token to make this happen? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a token. So, so you're like, this is complicated because this yep. token, you, you, I believe you are spending it at Travis yes. um, because okay. it is affecting Alistair directly yes. um, to, to do this. So you can either choose to accept, accept with a condition or reject it outright. Well, I gotta accept it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to put like a, a, condition like a caveat on it? on it? Like you'll, you know, you'll propose, but then something else. Um, <laughs> I didn't think any of this would ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on the spot. I accept that I will propose. Uh, however, however, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> How do you turn this on its head? Yeah, work out yeah, for you. That puts me in a spot. It's just a dead air just, podcast, and mm-hmm. we just try to create the most <laughs> dramatic yeah. Yeah. Dead, air dead air possible. Dead air with Terry Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in. I propose, but the engagement is canceled if I find out that I'm being deceived. Ooh. 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 All right. That's yeah. Good. So yeah, circumstances outside of your control will cancel the. The engagement. Yes. Okay, cool. Great. I like that. Does he get it or does it go in the pot? He gets it, so he okay. can now spend that. Yes, three. 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 He famously has three. I don't know how to properly use them. <laughs> you use them so, just how Allie used hers right if there. If you want okay. something to happen, indiscriminately, mm-hmm. give them, give them yeah. out. Mm-hmm. So I suppose the moment we're building towards is Rex Navarez. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't have a ring because you've put me on the spot. Well, you doesn't have Do to be right now. now. You can oh. you can save it for the ball mm-hmm. yes. uh, publicly, yeah. Alistair. Please let me just say this, Rex. I've thought about it, and maybe it will happen. Maybe it won't. Wink, wink. It will, <laughs> because that's how much I have feelings for Nadine. Mm-hmm. Nadine. See you later, my friend. Babe. <laughs> no, we no, we don't have to do that. Okay, as yes. long as we okay. I I love I love you. I'm I'm walking out the door. (laughs) (laughs) Well, heroes, that's it for one shot this week. But don't worry, we'll be back next week with the conclusion of our run on Good Society. In the meantime, if you're looking for other great tabletop shows, be sure to check out one of the other programs on the One Shot Network, like Total Party Kill. Total Party Kill is a weekly live stream where John Patrick Cohen, Eddie Klinker, and James Dugan play through Cephalofair Games' Gloomhaven. Join them in the stream to play along through the action and interact with a constantly changing cast of characters and special guests. Or watch them after the fact on the OneShot YouTube channel. TPK airs Thursdays at 7pm Central Time at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg. As always, we end one shot with a call to action, and this week, let's talk about the Green New Deal and climate change. 
Folks, reports from scientists about the effects that humans are having on our climate are getting progressively more dire. We need drastic changes globally, but the U.S. can't opt out of those changes. Americans consume more per person than any other nation in the world. And a lot of the changes that we need can't happen on an individual level. Corporations and larger structures that exist within our society need to make those changes, and the government is the perfect regulatory body to make them do that. In order for those changes to go through, our leaders need to hear that people want that. So, you've got to contact your representatives. Now, when I call my representatives, I use a site called fivecalls.org. There, you can find issue summaries for issues like this one, along with contact information for your representatives and a script to read while you're on the phone to make sure you get your message across. Public support goes a long way, and the way people find out about public support is things like calls. Calling is quick, easy, and it can make a dramatic difference on issues like this. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at paracosmpress.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. The castle.